Hello and welcome back to Community Connection. I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. Hopefully most people are skipping the big family gatherings and traveling, but there is plenty of ways to get into the holiday spirit. A safe and fun activity families can enjoy is checking out all the great holiday lights displayed around town. Today we have several guests to discuss some options as well as a little history. So first up we have Judy Nyren from the Lucas Farms Neighborhood Association. Thanks for joining me, Judy. So happy you're here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so this is exciting um, because this Friday you're gonna be doing something that we wanna hear about and it's called the Lights of Lucas Farms. Tell us about it. Well, we've been doing this event for several years. The first year we just did it on our Facebook page and we went around and selected the top 20 lights and. Uh, displays and created an online guide for our neighbors. And then we gave a little box of chocolates to each of the finalists. But then the next year we expanded it and added activities. And for the following years, it's been hosted. It's sponsored by our neighborhood association, but it's been hosted at Resurrection Church, which the church opens up their doors so we can use it almost like a neighborhood center. And so we've had cocoa and cookies and games for kids while uh, people are driving around and voting on their favorite light displays in our neighborhood. Now, I know you just talked about the kids. So what are yeah. some of the things that's going to be happening for the kids? What are some of those activities? Well, because we can't do it in person, people still get the guide map like they did in the past. But we're going to have gift bags for all the kids. Uh, we're going to have a little emphasis on some of our history. Our neighborhood has tons of history. So we're going to talk a little bit about the railroad um, and the circus that used to be here. And then uh, there's going to be a little story behind bells. So all the kids can get some bells. And while they last, we have some little light viewing masks that kids can look for the item that their mask is. They can be on the lookout for reindeers or snowmen or whatever Christmas image it might be. So we just want families to be able to have fun even though we can't do it the, in person as we have in the past. It'll be a drive-through event where you come between 6 and 8 p.m. this Friday night. You pick up your guide map. You follow the directions on that. And we'll probably also have it on Facebook uh, or possibly on our webpage. But uh, you pick that up and then you just follow the directions and we always put a little narrative and story behind it. And everyone in your car gets to vote on their favorite light display. Then we tally them. And this year, the top three winners will each get $100 in cash. Wow. So you're going to help out your neighbor by voting for them. That's awesome. So how will they be able to vote? Well, when you come back, after you've gotten your ballot at the church, you come back to the same location and turn in your votes there. And then some neighbors will tally it and we'll announce it on our Facebook page approximately 9 p.m. Great. So it sounds like it's pretty well organized and thought out. Very creative um, opportunity for people here to go out and look at the, the, the lights. And it's going to be this Friday again. What times? It's from 6 to 8 p.m. And it's uh, it, it starts at the parking lot that is right across from Highland Avenue Park. It's Resurrection Church's parking lot. We should have restrooms available and things as well. But you load up your van. You'll get your 
guide map, as well as your ballots, take off, tour around our neighborhood, and then mark your ballots and drop them back off at the church. Well, there you have it, Lucas Farms neighborhood. And uh, light up the, the lights events this Friday. Um, and so wishing everybody well and safe as you all endeavor in this. Thanks for being a part of today, Judy. Really appreciate it. Well, I want to thank you, Mayor Teague, for allowing us to promote our neighborhood event. And we look forward to a lot of visitors. Thank you very much. And our next guest is Maeve Clark, who is with the Friends of the Historic Preservation. I'm so happy you're here with us today with your dog, Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> wherever I am, Bingo goes. So in 1975, there was a group called um, Friends of Old Brick, or Old Brick, and they, they formed because the Presbyterian church downtown on the corner of Clinton and Jefferson was going to be was sold to the university and was going to be raised and um, it's a very 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 old church in Iowa City and there was a lot of pushback and so a group uh, formed to protect that church and to keep it from being raised in 1988 the organization was renamed Friends of Historic Preservation which it is now and I've been involved with the organization for a couple of decades and our work is to preserve the architectural heritage of Iowa City and um, help with the restoration of homes and help with the designation for historic neighborhoods. And then we also work at salvaging houses that are going down. Awesome. Now, I know that you've been doing a little research about lights here in Iowa City. And so tell us a little history about what, what you learned. Well, I, I'm a former reference librarian at the Iowa City Public Library, 28 years. So I asked my friends at the Iowa City Public Library if they could help me, which they did. And they looked up articles in the Daily Iowan and in the um, Iowa City Press Citizen. And I've got a couple of articles that were really, I mean, they were all fun. They're, I think my favorite one was um, in 1963 when the city got new Downtown got new lights and the Chamber of Commerce spearheaded the campaign and they spent $10,000 on the lights, which, gosh, it must have been a lot of lighting and everything was decorated with garlands and lights hanging from poles. But my favorite part of the story is that Santa was on the top of um, Whetstone's, Whetstone's um, drugstore and the firemen came and rescued him put the big ladder up so he could crawl down and go on his Santa duties. And I just think that must have been tons of fun. And Whetstones is now where um, Pancheros is. So that okay. would have been, a, you know, right in the center of downtown. Sure. That was a story. Um, and then I live in the Longfellow neighborhood and I live on Clark Street. And last year, Clark Street, for the whole street, which is, I don't know, four blocks long, goes from Summit to, not Summit, from Court to the railroad tracks, we put luminaries out. And so one of the neighbors, a couple of the neighbors got together and they organized it and people contributed money. And then on Christmas Eve, which was really warm last year, we were out in our shirt sleeves almost, we put in um, little candles that were lit, little wax candles in the white bags and it was just gorgeous. And I was looking back to see if I could find a picture, but I can't. But 
Those are those are always neat when you can go around and drive around and see those luminaries out and people it lined the driveway or lined the sidewalk throughout the na neighborhood. We just heard from the Lucas uh, Farms. They were on right before you came, and they're doing uh, some light events as well. Are there any other neighborhoods that you're aware of? I have to say that there are far more lights out than I ever recall seeing. I was um, driving down uh, Sheridan Street, and it's just beautiful. There are these gorgeous old homes that have front porches on them, and the porches just lend themselves to having lights. And there is one street in town that um, is known for its beautiful lights, decorations, and that's that's known specifically for that. And I'm sure there are many others. But uh, Rita Lynn, yeah. which is across from Regina, has fantastic lights. And I bet if you're in an airplane, you could probably see the lights glowing from Rita Lynn because there's so much there. <laughs> there's a group called Neighborhood that you can subscribe to and become a member of. And many people are posting information about where the lights are. And someone just said that, just posted that Windsor Ridge has tons and tons of lights. And other people responded saying, yeah, it was really worth the drive. I took my grandson he super enjoyed it. So I think that um, while there might not be very many luminaries out this year, the lights that um, glow with electricity and the wreaths and the garlands are certainly out. And there is one more, one more really outstanding light. Michael Lensing has a beautiful tall tree in front of Absolutely. On Kirkwood and, Avenue. Yeah. And he put up multiple strands, but a thousand lights, the little LED lights. When it's dark out, the lights are strung and it looks like a weeping willow mm. because the way they fall with the branches of the trees and it, it's just gorgeous. Thank you again for coming on and sharing about the lights with us today. And for well, anybody that's out there and uh, listening, certainly we want you to ride around, look at the lights, enjoy it. It's a great uh, event just on on some evening. So thanks for being with us today. Thank you for for inviting me to have this conversation and um, happy holidays to you and yours and from Bingo Bingo Bingo. Look, never mind. <laughs> Bingo and me. Happy holidays. So our last guest for the day is Marsha Bollinger, who is the neighborhood. Uh, outreach Coordinator for the City of Iowa City. I'm so excited for you to be here with us today. Well, it's great being here too. Thank you, Mayor. Yes, so excited. So tell us a little bit about um, uh, really what's happening in Iowa City when it comes down to Rita Lynn, because I, uh, Rita Lynn uh, Court, because <laughs> I just made a proclamation uh, that made them the ambassadors of wintry cheer here in Iowa City. So tell us about that. Well, I mean, that's actually the first time that I have seen that type of proclamation, which, you know, in my mind, particularly this year, it's just really nice to see um, the city supporting neighborhood efforts to, to do whatever they can to, to put some joy into people's lives. And Rita Lynn Court has, to my knowledge, and I'm not connected directly with them. I've lived not too far from Rita Lynn Court um, for the last 20 years. And I think ever since the development um, was built, probably 20, 25 years ago, they've been doing this um, this holiday lighting extravaganza. And I would say 
99% of the houses there um, participate and it's, it's really, um, it's really a joy to drive through or to walk through. It's a it's a long cul-de-sac. It doesn't take that long, um, but you know, there's just you can tell that the neighbors um, have really joined together to make sure that this is something that is um, is a lot of fun for the community to see. So, it is a lot cool. of fun. It is a lot of fun yeah. for for uh, certain, and it does bring joy uh, when you're mm -hmm. when you're driving through and you're looking at the lights over there. So, yes. Yeah, so yeah. anybody that want to go out and Take a tour, go out and look at Rita Lynn Court. Their lights are yep. phenomenal. You cannot miss them. It's right south of Rochester, west of First Avenue. Um, it, it glows from a distance. So right across from Regina High School. So we're talking about lights. And so another way for people to learn about lights and where to go in the city is to look at Nextdoor. Um, that's yeah. an app. You can put that app on your phone and even on your computer. Um, but there is also a holiday cheer map. There so is. What is that yeah. about? Well, I think this is something relatively new, too. Maybe in the last two or three years they've been doing it. And, you know, I just kind of tripped over it looking at Nextdoor. And for those that are, are watching, if you're not familiar with Nextdoor, it's a, it's a neighborhood-based social media network. Um, I would encourage you to consider taking a look at subscribing and taking a look at it. It's very locationally driven. Um, so you become a member of, quote, your neighborhood, depending upon where you live. And um, for, um, for the holidays, they have a holiday cheer map. And so if you have holiday lights up, all you got to do is go, it's like in the top right-hand corner of the web page, the main page, and you click on that, and then you just add your location. And so if you've got lights and, and you want people, encourage people to come see them. Um, last time I looked, um, I'm in the east side neighborhood, and I saw probably, I don't know, 35 to 40 um, little little Christmas bulbs that identify the location. So um, it's kind of a nice feature for them. Yeah. I've also recently seen a lot of conversations going on um, with people just saying, people who are getting on next door and saying, where are the lights? And people jumping in and saying, oh, this street over here, or like Windsor Ridge subdivision is really well lit or um, the low, it, it, they're all just kind of jumping in and, and encouraging people to come come take a look. That's kind of neat that you can get on an app and find out where the lights are in the city. Um, yeah. And, and because, of course, I, I used to go, you know, go out and just drive around. You just randomly look and try to find some lights. But it's kind of neat to just see where they are so you can do yeah. kind of a scavenger hunt in a way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and encourage you to go out and t just take a walk at night. And Absolutely. It's, just, uh, it's amazing what you, what you can see. So another thing that's trending on uh, social media is the Christmas Eve jingle. And yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that's about and how to participate. Um, you know, it sounds like a really casual, um, grassroots driven effort. And I think it just came from one individual and I'm not even, I think she lives in New Jersey or something. Um, but she established this group page on Facebook and I just tripped over it again for, because somebody um, shared it. Um, that the idea is, is Christmas Eve, um, regardless of what time zone you're in at 6 p.m., you come out your front door and you ring a bell. And it's just, you know, it's one of those um, 
just silly little things, but I think it's any effort to, to, you know, drive people together. And, you know, if you happen to open up your door and you see your neighbor across the street doing the same thing, I mean, there's just some yeah. sense of, of, um, of, of joy in it. Yeah. Um, you know, now some of us um, don't have bells necessarily. I don't, I have, I have like a little jingle bell that nobody could hear. Um, you know, so I thought well, I might get like a glass, a wine glass or something and just yeah. go out and ting it or something you know just yeah. some kind of pleasant sound effect that would tell everybody that you know you're participating so i love that idea i think it's yeah. great Simple. Yeah. yeah i'm gonna put it on the calendar okay. 6 p.m <laughs> come out and ring a bell yeah so thank you so much for being a part of today because iowa city is always um creative and our neighborhoods are always vibrant and uh is they're all unique in their own ways. Um, some do uh, this and that, and all, collectively we are a community. Um, and so thanks for all the work that you do. Thanks for being a part of today and talking about some of the joyous no things happening in our uh, uh, city during this holiday season. Well, thank you very much for um, allowing me to participate in this conversation. It certainly, um, it was a lot of fun and I appreciate the opportunity. That's our show for today. Do you have an idea for an upcoming episode of Community Connection? If so, we want to hear from you. Visit icgov.org slash community connection to fill out a topic request form. We'll be back again soon with another episode of Community Connection. Until then, mask up and stay safe. We are all in this together. Happy holidays.